Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Panel to Screen or Page to Screen. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell! Man, how are you doing today? I am walking without rhythm as to not attract the worm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing a spoiler review of that movie. You know that movie? The movie that everyone's talking about. The one where Aquaman is best friends with Space Jesus, who's the son of Poe Dameron, and they're going after Skarsgård. I, I refuse to call him Eric. I want to call him Skarsgård because Skarsgård is an awesome name. What, Wait, what? Oscar Isaac was in the one that you watched? Oh, mine, no. was, mine was Kyle MacLachlan. No, 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 no. Okay, and- this is a mass, mass major mistake. No, Bell, no, this is Dune 2021. Oh, I thought you meant Dune 1976. Why, why on earth? This we we when we announced this week <laughs> that, that we were making changes to the show, we never promised a return of the rose colored retrospective, my friend. <laughs> that was, that and it was, came out yeah. in '84, not '76. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm 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 kidding, but I did watch both. Um, oh, okay. Because, you know. So, all right, th- this is good. We need to start off with this. I think this is where we need to start. Okay, uh, Dune. So. I found out about this movie uh, re- uh, relatively recently. I was I was shocked by the, I, and and almost um, just I mean just completely taken back by the scope of it and the beauty of it that was kind of on display in the trailers. Not to mention the cast of like heavy hitters and like you know Hollywood celebrities. I mean blockbuster stars that we had kind of lined up for this project. Everyone was saying this was about to be. The next, like, this is the new Lord of the Rings. This is the new Star Wars. This is this is the new thing. This is the franchise. This is the one to watch. And I was I was hyped, man. Uh, I went into this knowing nothing of Dune. I never read the books. I knew that there were giant worms in, and I was pretty sure there was a lot of sand. And yeah. that was my knowledge going in. Now that's me. I think it's good that we we clarify like what our you know, uh, knowledge of Dune is going into this movie because I think it's going to be relevant in how we review it. Bell, what did you know of Dune prior to this movie? Well, I, I saw the the David Lynch 1984 Dune years ago and um, uh, not too long ago, like when I started hearing about Dune, you know, when it was coming out, before it had come out, um, I think it was maybe like, I don't know, six months last year or, or something like that. I, I decided to watch Dune again. Uh, I have not read the books. I know nerd card revoked, all that kind of stuff, but, um, I, you know, read a lot about the Dune lore and like watch YouTube videos on it and things like that. And I, I, I like, I like this, this whole universe, I guess you could say, uh, Frank Herbert's, uh, little, little thing that he's built here. 
I, so, I, I so I'm curious it. though, like when, when did you get like sucked into the Dune universe? I mean, you know, I, I wish I could remember when I first watched the David Lynch, I probably watched the David Lynch Dune in high school. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I really like David Lynch Lynch movies and I'd heard of Dune. I was like, yeah, Dune, Frank Herbert, it's a book. Haven't read it because I was reading Star Wars books and um, you know, like you do. <laughs> right. Right. And so like, you know, that, that I, I, I wanted cheap pop sci-fi, I guess. And I didn't really get into like the harder sci-fi uh, reading until, until later on. But um, I, you know, I'd heard of Dune, right. Cause it was a classic and seen the film back then. And so, you know, I read what I could back in, back in high school about it. Um, there wasn't much available. And then when I, when I recently did the rewatch, I kind of like went through and reminded myself about all that kind of stuff. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. So like, you know, here's the timeline and here's this stuff. And like, here are these things and here are these concepts and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I've familiarized, refamiliarized myself with it probably like last year. Okay. All right. So, so you've got kind of this background knowledge of it. You've experienced the story before. Uh, as I understand it, the, the original film, uh, was very exposition heavy, unlike this one. Just kidding. Uh, it was very exposition heavy, and uh, and so like you really, it it's um, what do you call it? It's 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 one of those those kind of movies, as I understand it, the original, where you either love it or you hate it. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I, I could see that. And um, fans of David Lynch and fans of Dune uh, probably um, hate it. And and in fact, David Lynch hates it. Um, he he filmed twelve hours of footage. And he, he went into this telling the studio, you cannot make this one movie. You cannot make this one movie. And the studio was like, uh, well, we are. How much <laughs> stuff did you film? And he's like, I have 12 hours of footage. Right. And they're like, oh, well, you need to cut it down to below three hours. And so he was furious with them. The whole process um, was just a nightmare. And he wanted to take his name off of it. But the studio wouldn't let him because uh, they wanted his name recognition on the film, you know, to help boost the popularity for it and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's interesting. Uh, Lynch took a lot of liberties with the, with the source material there. There's a lot of stuff in there that, and I, I had this discussion after I watched the new Dune with some friends of mine who've read the books um, where, where this one is closer to the books than Lynch's. But um, yeah, there, there's a lot of liberties that he took. I, I like it because I think it's cool. I mean, Sting is Fade Rotha. I mean, come on. Like, that's just amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, you have Kyle MacLachlan as Paul Atreides. You have the guy from uh, Beer Fest who plays the, the the father of the German guys in Beer Fest. Yeah, okay. As, uh, as Duke Leo Atreides. Uh-huh. You have uh, the Mintat for the for the Harkonnens. He's, he's a guy that you'd recognize. Angelica Houston's in there people from Blade Runner in there. Like it's just you know, your classic cast of, of, you know, eighties. <laughs> yeah. Stars. Like I know this is so like, uh, you know how this one has all of the big, you know, the big ticket actors and, and kind of the mega stars on it. Uh, so did that one for the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. But because because I, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And they were relying on kind of the celebrity to sell the film. Like, and that seems to be the case here as well. We've, I, I, I just have questions. All right. So let, let me just get this out of the way. I'm going to go ahead and tip the bean can here. I, I did not care for Dune. Really? I did not care for it. Interesting. It insists upon itself. Like, explain. Give me examples. It insists upon itself, Bell. Insist what? I, I, it, it, I'm just kidding. I'm just doing the I did not care for the Godfather thing from Family Guy. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm mad I didn't pick up on that. Uh, 
I don't I don't remember that. that no, that's that's that's, that's as far as I recall anyway. Um I I look, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, this is a beautiful film, man. Like like the cinematography is incredible. And like that's awesome. But the thing is, beautiful cinematography isn't as much of a spectacle to sell tickets these days or like to justify in, in my mind, like it, I think there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of that. Okay. This is beautiful. This is a very well thought out world. Uh, this movie is, is a world building movie. The cast is outstanding. The acting is incredible. The story. Eh, I mean, I don't, I do not care for the story. Like I, I, I had a hard time investing. Like what I found through this, through my watching of this, the thing that hurt this movie, I think, to me the most is that everybody hyped it up to be something that it's not. This is not the new Lord of the Rings. This is not the new Star Wars. This is not. This is. Well, a, technically, you could argue that that um, it's Star Game Wars, of Thrones in space. That's what this is. This is Game of Thrones in space. No, no, no. This this is this is the precursor to all those things. Like, you, you don't understand how much sci fi. No, I get it, Bell. I've seen Casablanca, too. No, I get it. Like, this is this is. <laughs> It is the story that inspired all these other stories and, 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 and like you all, they all have roots back to Dune. That's fine, but that doesn't make Dune a movie worthy product. It's a very hard story to, to make into a movie, which is what I'm really, really well, arguably star Wars did it quite well. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, well, if star Wars, the, star Wars didn't come from a book, right? Like that was written as a film. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like Dune inspired all of these kind of great filmmakers and great storytellers and that sort of thing. And you see it kind of played out in other properties and, and kind of some inspiration there, a lot of inspiration there, but at the same time, like Dune does not belong in movie form. I think that's the big takeaway is it's like, it's impossible to do. Like I'm sitting here watching this, like, man, you know, you really, this would make an amazing HBO show. Like do this exact same cast, like, or not even HBO. I mean, stars put on anything like do this as a television show. And you got yourself a hit, like spend a little bit more time on the characters. Give us a little bit more time to actually invest in these people. Cause I only care about these people in so much as I see Thanos training, training the hero and I see Aquaman. And then I'm disappointed that Drax and Aquaman never get a chance to fight. Which was like, I thought that was going to happen. I mean, <laughs> you know, Skarsgård was menacing and everything else. And like, you know, you got uh, Eddard Stark. I mean, uh, Poe Dameron up here, who's, you know, like awesome dad. And you got Witch Mom. And uh, then you got Zendaya, who's like constantly like popping up every five seconds. By the way, I, I, <laughs> with no lines, she got paid for this movie. I know she's going to do like, I would imagine a lot more in the sequel, but I was thinking like Zendaya got, she got a, she got a good deal here. She had like one day of shooting and then she was out for this film. I was thinking yeah. the entire time though, like there's a sketch that SNL did two weeks ago where uh, Keenan is like a security guard or something like that. Who's put under um, uh, some sort of trance by like a magician and it goes horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> and part of like his trance is that he's envisioning going on a date with Zendaya or something like that, or Zendaya. And uh, he constantly is like screaming out Zendaya as part of it. And so every single time she popped up on the screen, I just yelled that out. I'm like, Zendaya. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You That's say Dune is bad, yet you watch SNL. Uh, SNL is occasionally entertaining. <laughs> No, look, Dune, it was like, again, the acting is incredible. Like, there's so many components here of a good film. I think the problem is that you've got those components attached to a bad franchise. I said it, okay? Like, at me. I'm not even on Twitter. At me. Come on. 
Like, have you seen any of of Denis Villeneuve's uh, or or Villeneuve's uh, other movies? I have not. Are they also beautiful? Yeah, I mean, like, if you if have you seen Blade Runner? No, 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 no. But I've heard good things. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, well, you, you got to watch Blade Runner before you watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Blade Runner twenty forty nine is also beautiful. It's like maybe I, I mean maybe it's just this movie's just not for you. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I would argue this movie's not made for most people because like, well, the box office receipts would, uh, would, would disagree with you. Be, no, because the marketing is fantastic. That's what I'm saying. The thing that hurts this movie more than anything else is that it sets it up to be something that it is not. And so I have a feeling that a lot of people saw this movie and a lot of people kind of walked out of it probably bored to tears. I mean, I know critically it's being celebrated. That's great. But I just think from a broader standpoint, you know, again, we got a chance to see, you know, uh, uh, all of these kind of characters that we know and love from other properties, or rather all these actors and actresses that we know and love from other properties be on stage, you know, chew up all the scenery together. And that's great. But like the story, does anybody care about this kid? Does anybody care about this kid? Well, 91% of the people who watched it, um, um, that, you know, they, they said it was good. And you know it's eighty three percent tomato meter. I I I don't know. I've heard that I've heard that fifty percent of statistics are made up, and the other is composed of twenty percent that you just made up and thirty. I'm reading this I'm straight off right the now. Rotten Tomatoes website. Okay, Rotten Tomato, <laughs> as you know, man, Rotten Tomatoes is not a trustworthy like review kit. Like you get people that bomb movies, and you get people that like stack movies on Rotten well, Tomatoes. Right, but this is this isn't a movie where people would do that. I beg to differ, man. This is this is definitely a movie where every single person I've expressed, like, I didn't care for it. They're like, have you read the books? And I'm like, if reading the books is a prerequisite to like the movie, it's a bad movie. And again, this is not a bad movie. It's actually very well put together. But I just didn't care about it. I did not like I just this franchise does not seem to lend itself to movie form. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. Yes. And it's it's really hard to make a film. Um with such a vast uh, history and mythology and things like that without just, just loading it up with exposition or things like that, Uh um, which is what the first movie did. But but, but game of Thrones was able to pull it off in a series form because look what you do. Yeah. It was fantastic up until the end. But the point is that (laughs) for years, for years, it dominated, it dominated streaming and, and television. And I mean, like, that's the thing though, I would argue that one of the things that helped Game of Thrones establish its universe in that format is that you had these weekly and year-long breaks in between the storytelling where people who were interested started digging deep. They got deep into the lore on their own, much like you did, Bell, when you first saw the first film. You, like, you, you went out and you found you know, uh, videos and everything else, and you kind of you got really interested in this very thought-out world, a beautiful world, uh, you know, with all of these different factions and, and geopolitical situations going on, I guess, universal political situations going on and uh, characters and resources, and you wanted to learn more. But a movie doesn't give you a chance to pause and be like, okay, wait, this, are, wait, are you Arachnus? Are you Atreides? Is the planet Arachnus? Wait, is the planet Dune? What's Dune? Like, you know, you're like sitting here and they're hitting you with all these names for like two and a half hours. Wait, you didn't pick up that Arrakis was Dune? No, I, I did. My point is that... <laughs> about to be like we're not having this conversation anymore i can't can't trust you further (laughs) no my my point is i'm lifting all the names of things i can remember because there's a ton of things they said that i can't remember like i i so uh scarsgard what was his family called the harkonnens oh oh, i'm sorry the harkonnens yes that that household known name the harkonnens there's a dude named duncan idaho and like i mean like 
Those are normal names. Paul, <laughs> that's a normal name. Right. No, Paul. Yeah, no, that's fine. And Duncan, by the way, is a fantastic, fantastic And then you have name. the also well-known name that everybody uses all the time, the Bene Gesserit and the Quisach Hatterach. I mean, like, how do you not know these things? Thank you. I appreciate that. You're helping me. Shadalud, <laughs> the name of the, of the sandworms on planet Arrakis, also called Dune. Right. So wait, do they, because that's the thing. They had a term for Paul that was like his Messiah name, but then they also had another term for a giant worm that they all worshipped. Yeah, Sh- Shihalud is the uh, is, is like the the mythical giant. I mean, they're, they're all the same. I love this. Are you are you are just proving my point. But yes, thank you. Keep, all keep, all, keep all of this was described in the in, in the in the movie. Actually, like I know one. it was. That's I don't know. You're right. It's not like they yeah. didn't describe it. They did describe it, but it's so much information jam packed in such a short amount of time. Look, maybe I'm stupid, but I would argue that a lot of people are <laughs> stupid. Okay, like <laughs> I wouldn't say you're stupid. Um, I would just say that i don't know um I, I think the same thing applies what you're talking about with game of thrones and like like being interested in this kind of stuff and like going and diving into the books yeah i don't see how this doesn't apply to that because you come out of this and you say okay that was really cool and really beautiful but i want to know more about these harkonnens and stuff because i didn't understand this or like what is what is the deal with the emperor why does he hate the harkonnens and the or why does he hate the atreides and and like what what is the what is the the um uh gosh i forgot what they call the grouping of the great houses the landstrad which is that, that that's that's a term that that's that's used in real world stuff. Okay. All right. Like but like I don't I don't see how that doesn't apply to this. Because you, you because they cram it all into a short amount of time. Like all right, so what what I'm what I'm saying is if they spread it out. And I realize if I'm not mistaken that Dune was there was a Dune series at one point that I do not Children believe. Children of Dune. I think that takes place after the okay. events that happen in in these movies. Fair enough. So point is that like the 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 I think if you spent more time getting these characters developed. And I, I will say this, they did a good job of like establishing who these characters were in a very quick amount of time, right? Like, you know, you got like, okay, Thanos is kind of like the religious general. You got, you know, uh, uh, Aquaman is like, oh, I'm connecting with the earth and the people and everything else. And, you know, even when, and, it, and I actually appreciated there's like a smart way in which they story told where they, you saw something, you weren't sure what it was. And then they explained it to you later as opposed to setting it up and then paying it off later um, and kind of a, a reverse of that. For example, when Aquaman went and he punched his chest before he went into that final fight, at first I thought he was like activating his shield. But then later when we see the blue eye people whose names are the Fremen, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah when, you, when you see the Freeman do it, I mean, the Fremen do it, the blue eyed people do it. Then you're like, oh, okay. He's doing the action that he observed when he was with those people and really kind of connected to them. Yeah. You uh, see him do the house of Trades salute, right? Where he holds the blade up and then puts it to his forehead. And then he does the, uh, the Fremen, uh, like battle kind of. Thing. Right. Right. Yeah, which is, yeah. which is really cool. And then also there's another thing too, when, uh, the doctor lady, when she was out and, uh, she called the worm and she held up those hooks, you're like, oh my gosh, is she going to ride that thing? But then she ends up dying. And you're like, oh, and then you, you're kind of like, okay, well, what was she going to do? And well, then that, later on, you see they're riding on those worms and you're like, oh, she was going to ride the worm. And, and that's, that's something, you know, like the, this movie, I think only covered like the first two thirds or the first half maybe of the book. Um, whereas Lynch's Dune was, was the whole book. Um, and so you see all those kinds of things like paid off in that one, right? Like they, yeah. they, teach paul how to ride worms and stuff like that which they're going to do in in, in like sorry spoilers it's a i mean it's fine i'll see it book. like i'm gonna see it yeah, yeah yeah don't don't spoil it too much for me like i i would assume that you know paul goes and saves the day uh i mean he is capacity. space jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if, if that wasn't clear already enough, he is space Jesus. No, sure. that was that was clear. Although I thought it was interesting how they're like. So this is the stuff that I feel like you could do a deeper dive into, like the notion that he's well, space. You can. <laughs> right. But they, they should have spent the time, I think, doing more into it. The, the notion that he's space Jesus, but like in kind of a like a crafted religion, you know what I mean? Like is very fascinating. Like, I feel as though there was a religion that was crafted for a space Jesus and then they tried to make a space Jesus. And so and then it kind of plugs into kind of their political landscape. There's a lot going on there. And I think that that could actually be expanded on if they had more time to really dive into it. Um and, and, and they do a little bit more about the Bene Gesserit, like a little bit more exposition in uh, Lynch's Dune. But, but, but we're yeah. not watching Lynch's Dune. We're not, I'm talking, we're not. This is my point, though. Everybody says like, oh, but in all this additional material, like, no, the movie should be able to, like, speak for itself. And there's just too much. There's too much going on in this movie. More great TV talk up in just a few minutes. But first, we got to pay a few bills. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm right, sorry. I, I'm, I'm being negative, but I feel like everybody's been so positive about this movie. And I'm like, it is just okay. Like it's gorgeous, fantastic acting, incredible cast, but the movie is just meh. And I will just, I, yeah, that's disappointing. It's great though. The music's great as well. The music is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Denise, like all of his movies have excellent soundtracks. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, All the thought, characters I liked died. Sorry. I keep on just piling on here. Well, but like yeah. everyone died. Like that's the other game of Thrones aspect to this. Like, Oh, Poe Dameron, perfect. Da- oh yeah. He's going to die. Like, Oh, but Aquaman, you know, oh, and he's going to die. It's like, Oh, but you know, we're getting like general Thanos. Oh, but he's going to die. Like, like everybody's dying. <laughs> oh, you talking about Gurney? No, Gurney. He didn't I, I, die. I, I, <laughs> I thought he died. Uh, you don't you don't see what happens to him. He he runs off and he's like Atreides with me, and they run towards the the bad guys. You never see what happens to him. Okay, so and that I guess scene. That's spoilers. In right. So so that's uh, well, I mean, if you'd read the book or seen the other movie that came out, seven if you had read the book, okay, or if you'd seen the movie that came out before, uh, if you had seen that movie that came out before, like no, it's a remake of that movie. I don't need to see it for this to have to be good. Well, but I mean, keep going. Yeah. Anyway, um, just 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 a little bit of trivia there. Patrick Stewart plays Gurney. Uh, in in the David Lynch version, oh, fantastic! Uh, which is reason enough to watch it. Yeah. Uh, and during that scene where the Harkonnens attack, uh, he carries a pug into battle. <laughs> <laughs> it's possibly the greatest thing <laughs> in cinema history. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So that that's who this movie is for, right? Like people who who really liked that movie but wanted to see it done right. Uh, I mean, I don't even think so. Like, I I don't know. Maybe. I, I like weird movies. I like, you know, artsy movies and stuff like that. And and so, you know, maybe that's what it is. Who am I but, supposed to care about? Like, that's the other thing is I, I'm not really sure. Am I supposed to care about the kid? Because I don't care about the kid. Why do you not? I mean, you're supposed to care about the Atreides in general. Like for 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 80 years, the Harkonnens have basically been like exterminating <laughs> all the Fremen. Like this is this is this is exposition oh, yeah, yeah. in the film. 
No, I got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. And so they're terrible people. And then Paul, uh, or, or rather uh, Leto, he comes in or Leo, he comes in and he's like, uh, we are much better colonists than those last colonists. Well, his, his whole thing is to build an alliance with them. Yeah, no, I know. We are much better colonists than those last colonists. Yes. Sh- look, an overwhelming theme in this movie is that imperialism is bad. Okay. Right. No, I got that. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, good, good. It was a bit was on the, the nose, Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, imperialism is bad. It always is. <laughs> and right. it always will be. Okay. Right. Even 10,000 years in the future, 8,000 years in the future, whenever this was. But like Leto, his whole point was, is like, there, there's, there's no point in exploiting the, the Fremen. Like they should, they should be able to... Uh, uh, also reap the benefits of the, the spice that we pull out of here. The problem yes. is, is that the Fremen, their culture is so different that there's nothing really that, 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 that Leto or, or the Imperium can give them except for like, um, oh gosh, uh, Stilgar says, uh, you know, the only thing you can give me is, is, is the water in your, in your, in your, in your, uh, in your flesh. You oh, know? by the way, that spitting scene was hilarious. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, like that, that's, that's the thing. Right. But so, so he realizes that, you know, we can't keep exploiting these people. Uh, yes. I, I, yes, this it is my planet. It was given to me to steward. I am still an imperialist. Um, but I want to create an alliance with these people. Cause the, these, these aren't, these aren't like, you know, barbarian savages or whatever that we need to quell. The, these are people with, uh, you know, a rich uh, power, right. That we want to, exploit <laughs> right right yeah those were those, those other guys they were the bad colonists we're the good colonists we're we're, we're we're gonna be here and we're gonna like you know be cool with you and they're like okay yeah. leave and they're like I, I mean we're not gonna do that I'm like all right well don't come into our land i'm like i can't, I can't do that but you know it's gonna be different it's gonna be different <laughs> if, if duty calls look i might have to go into into your lands i'm just saying yeah um but but yeah and and so you know paul um is is space jesus and so you know his his whole thing is is different and um he's right so he's, he's also, got he's magical not, powers because his mom's a witch well, well and he's only, got political only, powers because his dad was a baron or a duke yeah well yeah not only is he uh the the space jesus of the Bene Gesserit, he's also the space jesus of the fremen um and that could be because the Bene Gesserit, you know were operating on that planet set. right exactly they've been like yeah. sowing the seeds of this religion to like the far reaches of space i suppose so that when space jesus comes around something wait why that's the other thing i was like okay the they so he's the one right we got we got a, we got the special he's the special and i get it this is it, it, it's a played out trope but this it's a played out because all the other stories took it from this right like that's the concept here yeah i mean are yeah, the that, argument here well yeah i mean you know that it's that kind of concept's been around since before yeah i know yeah i did yeah, the yeah, hero yeah. with a thousand faces of course yeah 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 absolutely yeah. But point is that so he's the special. Cool. But what is the special supposed to do? Like, like, why the special? Like, what, what is it about the one, you know, in this? We know we knew in the, in the Matrix, the one was going to, you know, free mankind. That was what the one was supposed to do. We knew. Uh, Did you not hear Lady Jessica say the whole reason why he's special and important? Was that the, the witch lady that tried to kill him? No, Lady Jessica is his mom. Oh, that's the witch lady that let the other woman try to kill him i mean it's it's like yeah uh um like queen mother of the Bene Gesserit. yeah is, terrible mom i got it yeah i know so her yeah 
what, well, what? you know, it's just religious orders and stuff like that. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> How about not let them try to kill your son? Anyway, no, I, I missed it. What did, what did you say? It's not like Lady Jessica could have stopped her. That's the thing with the, with the, the Bene Gesserit. They're extremely powerful. <sighs> okay. So point is, what, what, the what are they after? Yeah. She tells him that they're trying, uh, like for, for centuries, they've been, you know, crossing bloodlines and stuff like that to try and, and make the ultimate human whose mind can bridge both space and time space and time i got that yeah to mm-hmm. to to bring us into a uh a, a, like a, a perfect future and a you know this you know utopian kind of like future thing that that's what he's going to do so he's going to because his mind can touch the future and the time and i guess we saw that right like when he was fighting uh what's his face we saw him kind of looking in the future seeing what the fight was going to be and so he was able to change the outcome of the fight for that reason right well, I, I think it was more so uh, to illustrate to him because because what what the what you hear the Bene Gesserit like in the background kind of like talking, he's saying um, uh, Paul Atreides must die for the Quetzat Hadarak or Hadarak to to be born, and then she later says um, when you kill a man uh, you die, and so that's a picture of him dying, indicating that he's going to kill this man. Okay, so he's not actually seeing the future; it's more of like symbolic prophecy. Yes, because Paul yeah. Atreides died when he killed um, the 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 fremen there so then he's not actually seeing into the future i mean it's 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 it's, it's kind of like that was kind of my question because uh that was one of the things that i kind of came out of the movie wondering about because in one of the visions that he has the same man that he kills is the one who's like i will teach you all these things about the desert paul right yeah. and you, you assume that happens in the future once he's been accepted by the fremen but that guy's clearly dead at the end of this movie so uh but the, but earlier the Bene Gesserit also talked about laying down paths for him Right. Like, you know, we've and, we've and just to of, pause for a second, the Bene Gesserit are the witches. Yes. The Bene Gesserit are the witches. All yes. right. Um, you know, when when the Queen Mother's leaving on the ship, you know, and they're talking about how like, oh, you know, in your arrogance, you thought that you could make the Quetzat Hatterack. Um, and this is something that's from the book that you might not have known. But like the, the uh, Bene Gesserit. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you know how she said, I commanded you only to make female children. Uh huh. Yep, yep. And then, and then the queen mother's like, in your arrogance, you decided to, you know, give give birth to a male, thinking that you could bring about the Quetzal Hatterack. You, well, you're trying to be Mary. You're trying to be the Mary in the Space Jesus story. Yeah, like that's all from the movie, right? But okay. the the bit uh, that I was going to say that's from the book is that the um, the Bene Gesserit have the ability. They're all they're all women. All of them are women, um, and they have the ability to control the sex of the child in the womb. I, I figured based off of the context of the conversation. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, I'm not that, totally stupid. <laughs> okay. I, did, I, did, I did get what was inferred. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I didn't know if maybe it was, um, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm okay. just clearing that up. Yeah. So, so she decided to have space Jesus. Um, they've been, you know, mixing bloodlines for centuries. And um, the reason why she had that male child was because it was so important to Leto. And uh, Leto was Poe? Leto's Poe Dameron, yes. Right. Okay. And so Lady Jessica. It, it helps when you call them by the successful franchise names. <laughs> the, the ones that are, are action-packed, interesting, and even the ones that don't end well are still a little bit more. Poe Dameron, I feel, well, no, you know what? He did a great job with this character. I just forgot the character's name. Like, it, I really did like the dad character. Yeah, no, he, he, was, he was wonderful. All right, what, what was the character's name? I'm going to try to remember it. Uh, Leto. Leto. Jared Leto. Or, or, just, or just Duke Atreides. Duke Atreides. Yeah, because he's Duke Leto Atreides. Oh, right. Duke. Right. Yeah, the Duke. Absolutely. He's the Duke. Yeah, the Duke. 
Yeah. And, and so, you know, like, like uh, she's referred to as a concubine. Uh, that's because, you know, and this, this isn't really explained. I, I, I guess it is explained because Paul talks about it where he says, you know, uh, you guys control uh, politics in the shadows and stuff because the Bene Gesserit, like, you know, they, they, they give one of their members to a household. And in this case, uh, Lady Jessica was a concubine of uh, Leto Atreides. And, um, you know, you would think concubine, probably not, you know, a healthy, wholesome relationship there. But in actuality, they loved each other. No, it was, and, it was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so because of that love, that's why she gave him a male heir, because that's, that's you know, that's what he wanted. He was, he's, he's Duke Leto. He needs to have a kid, a male heir who can take uh, the, the, the Duke, Duke ship, I guess. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and that's, that's why he spaced Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And so he, <laughs> so, okay. Well, and, and that, that's also that's also why that's also no, I get why, like how he became space Jesus. My point is, what is space Jesus supposed to do? Like, what are we rooting for him to do? <laughs> like, first of all, they keep talking about the emperor. We never actually see the emperor in this. Uh, but apparently emperor bad. Got it. I saw Star Wars. I know what that means. Uh, and then, well, they, you they know, also talk about that, right? Like uh, um, Baron Harkonnen talks about it where he says. All right. And Baron know, Harkonnen was Skarsgar. Yeah, that was Stellan Skarsgar. OK. He was great. By the way, I, I know yeah. I'm being flippant about a lot of this, but I do really want to emphasize that, like, I thought the performances were incredible. Yeah. Um, and he, like, his little, uh, uh, what was it, Apocalypse Now thing he was doing with his head and everything was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So good. But that, that's the thing is, like, the, the, the voice of House Atreides is rising, rising in the Landstrad, and the Emperor is a jealous man. And so and the land, the, the, he's rising in the what now? The, the, the Landstrad. Uh, okay. And that is the? Um, it's not really explained uh, uh-huh. in the, in the movie. Okay. But the Landstrad is just a collection of all the great houses. All right. Now, now let, let me be clear. I know people who know Dune are like getting frustrated. that like, how can you not know this? Because you, if you don't know Dune before you came to see this movie and watching this movie once is the only thing you have, you did not walk away with a lot of this information. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like, like I be, I'm looking forward to the response that we're going to get from this. My, my Twitter handle by is at ring that bell. You can tweet in at ring that bell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the, the, well, they mentioned it a couple of times, like the power of house of trades is rising and, and th- that you don't know what the land strat is, but you know that their power is rising, I think is enough. I mean, you, you picked up that, right. That they, they, they mentioned that a couple of times about how powerful house of trades is becoming. They have the most powerful army, um, because they're trained by Gurney and um, Duncan Idaho, and apparently they're like space badasses, I guess. Um, and so the Emperor's like, "Well, I don't want this dude to like come up in my house and be like, yo, I'm the Emperor now.' So he, they all need to die. So like, yeah, I mean, is this is just is this just because I have more exposure to the source material? Yes. Is, is this? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. I, it's I mean, it's impossible to say, right? Like, it's one of those things. I remember when Watchmen came out on HBO and I was like, this is absolutely incredible. But I was very curious if somebody who'd never read Watchmen would be able to actually enjoy that show just for what it is. I think that first scene where the squids fell out of the sky, they'd be like, OK, what the hell's going on? Right. But I mean, that's supposed to mean because that was that the, the you know, the, that question in and of itself, man, works in two different capacities. Somebody who was not familiar with the franchise is thinking that. But even somebody who was familiar with the franchise is like, Wait, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, well, they're familiar with the movie. Eh, oh, well, that's I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, the, the ending of the movie is like completely different. They don't even, you know, yeah. And yeah. I haven't, I haven't finished Watchmen. Uh, I started watching it. You haven't finished what? How far into it are you? Wow, Christine, I watched the first episode, and after that, I was like, 
Oh, fortunately, yeah, with TV talk, man, we can we can do a binge. We are going to we are going to revisit Watchmen as soon as you finish that one, man. All right. All right. That's that is an episode and a half waiting to happen. Yes, well, that is a fantastic show. And because and this was this thing where it was like, you know, um, we watched the first episode and she's like, yeah, it was cool. I didn't really get what was going on and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, have, I, I thought she had seen Watchmen. I was like, have you seen Watchmen? She's like, no, I haven't even seen it. I knew she hadn't read the graphic. Well, and it's not even like it's very specifically not a sequel to the movie. Right, but it kind of explains the uh, like the context of the setting. I feel. Yeah, a little bit, but I think it actually almost confuses it more than explains it because of the pretty. I mean, you'll see as you go along, but there's some pretty critical differences that that fit. It fits perfectly, I would argue, as a sequel to the graphic novel, um, and not at all to the movie. But that's a that's a different podcast. We'll get there. Yeah. Right now, let's 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 uh, let's let's bring it on home with Dune here. So so overall, you liked this movie, obviously. I I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was beautiful. I thought the soundtrack was excellent. I thought the acting was awesome. I, I love the different, like the uh, just the the depth of like, because there's there's so much there. Yes, you're right. There is a lot of stuff there. But like, I don't know. I, like I, I I picked up like on the whole the bagpipe player for like the Atreides, like the the, the Scottish kind of like ancestry stuff there. They're yes. Like, the yes. Tibetan throat singing for the for the Sutter car and how like, brutally violent they are because they're sitting there bleeding out their victims on this giant like yeah. platform and rubbing their blood on their head. And like the 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 weird sadist nature of the Harkonnens and like the weird spider person that they made. Um the the oh cool yeah space, that thing was creepy. Yeah. Yeah the like the cool space magic of the Bene Gesserit. And um you know the the promise of of, of space Jesus the Quitsat Haderach, you know, and like giant sandworms and like all this stuff is I just love sci-fi like I dig it up and and you know I don't know everything that happens in the book I know plot points from uh, you know both both movies and like reading stuff and things like that but uh, I don't know like I loved it like I thought it was wonderful I mean this was a movie that was made for you like I think that's that's very clear yeah somebody who enjoys film not. <sighs> not your amusement park ride movies <laughs> oh my god we're not, we're not, if that was they wouldn't hire all the amusement park actors if they were gonna if that if we're gonna go down that route like they knew what they were doing uh, well, but, but let, yeah. let's be honest like you know timothy chalamet uh oscar isaac uh stellan skarsgård josh Brolin, like all these people are dave batista even well dave batista's worked with uh with denis in the past anyway like he didn't get yeah. really much to do in this movie he, he doesn't but he'll have more he'll have more of a role in the next one i um, figured okay huh but like, but like, that's the thing is like, you know, like uh, watch Blade Runner 2049, watch Dave Bautista's performance and like, tell me that he's not a stellar actor. Oh, no. I mean, like I've look, I, I, I have said it many times on this podcast. I think all the acting was incredible. And yeah, no, Dave Bautista, I know Dave Bautista. Like, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's grown a lot. He really I was has. reminded recently that I think his first acting gig was on Smallville. Was it really? Yeah. There was a scene. Uh, there was a, 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 a season where, phantoms got out of the phantom zone and like possessed people um and i can't remember if he was one of the phantoms that was or one of the people that was possessed by a phantom or if he was just straight up an alien and i I think it might have actually been an alien that ripped people's spines out and ate them oh that's pretty cool yeah smallville was a good show all right good deal so this was really like that that's what i kind of got from this is like this is a movie that is made for people that love doom and whether it was the former wow. franchise or go ahead. I wouldn't say love Dune, but I would say love uh, science fiction and like big space opera kind of stuff. I like science fiction and, ba- and big space opera kind of stuff. I don't dislike <laughs> art films. I like art films, but I mean, like that's the thing. Like I, I, look, Guardians of the Galaxy is a, a big space opera like film franchise. I would call it a space opera. 
Yeah, it is. You got dad killing mom and tragedy and, and sisters torn apart by abusive, like, yeah, this is operatic stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. He literally fights his dad, whose name is Ego. <laughs> and a planet. Yeah. Space opera. That's a space opera action right there. No, this is good. This is good stuff. Uh, look, I, I get it. This is it, it's Game of Thrones in space. That's what this is. It's not like people are like, oh, it's the new Star Wars. No, it's not the new Star Wars. So how it's the new Lord of the Rings. This is not the new Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. It's not. This is Game of Thrones in space. And that's a cool concept. But this, I would argue, isn't like a movie is not the right place to do this. I think if you if you made this into a season long, you know, uh, series on HBO, on stars, on, you know, someplace that's got the money to make this caliber of a product, um, I think this would have been vastly successful. Now, here's the thing. It's already been vastly successful. It's selling tickets. There's going to be a sequel. I'm going to go see the sequel and maybe seeing the sequel will change my mind on everything. But I, I just, I feel as though I don't really care about any of these characters. I, I love all the actors and I think the acting was incredible, but I just don't care. I don't care about Paul. Like Zendaya just like showed up every five seconds or so in like a vision. And His like family was slaughtered by the Harkonnens because the emperor is a piece of crap. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no sympathy for that. I, I, okay. His yes, dad I, was betrayed by his doctor. Like Dr. Yui sold out his whole family because of a promise made to Baron Harkonnen. Like, first off, that's extremely stupid. Yeah. Uh, but and, I guess my point is I wasn't invested in Paul as a character before that happened. And so while that is terrible that that happened to him, like, I don't feel like I know him enough for that to impact me on a personal level. You know what I mean? Like I can hear about somebody's father dying and that's a sad thing to hear about. But when it's my friend, somebody that I know, that's going to hit me a lot harder. And then obviously if it's my dad, then that's going to hit me even harder. So my point is that like, they didn't make that, they didn't bridge for me. Now this is just for me. This is somebody who's coming in fresh, not familiar with doing it all. They did not connect with like that character with me enough. I was like, I mean, he's a good kid. He's got a good heart. I get that. But I just, I, I don't know. I didn't connect with them in that way. Maybe I'm the odd man out, man. Clearly I am from the, the, you know, reviews that I've seen. Everybody's like just praising this movie. And even anybody that like bad mouthed it is like walking back there, bad mouth and be like, you know what? No, I see now that all the smart people think this movie is great. And so therefore I think it's great. <laughs> like, no, I'm standing by it. And look, I'm for real though. I want to hear y'all's thoughts. Feel free to add me <laughs> at, but at TV talk FM is our Twitter handle. Um, let me hear all the reasons why I'm wrong. And for those of you who know I'm right, who are too scared to speak up. I did it for us. I did it for us. They were not smart enough to remember the Jesu factor, Michael, Leon, Paul, Duncan egg situation. Well, like, I'll be honest, like there's a lot of movies where I have to watch the movie multiple times to remember character names. Yeah, for sure. But my point is that like, even like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's fair. So I don't think that, that's not like an that. uncommon thing. And, and I don't think you're stupid for not understanding the movie. It, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. Like it's a, it's a huge, you know, you've uh, used the space Jesus name like 30 times already in this podcast. And I still can't Tatarac? the keep the keep sack Tatarac. Queetsats Tatarac. High tech 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 tech. Look, it's not as hard to say as Timothy Chalamet. So <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Uh, all right, man. There you go. Out of five. What are you giving this thing? Oh, man. Um, ooh, that's that's hard. That's hard because it's only it's only part one. 
Um, I, I loved, I loved the the visuals of it. I love the acting. I love the music, uh, that the settings, like all that stuff was, was really good. I, I think I'm going to have to give it a 4.5. Okay. I'm giving it a three. I think it's gorgeous. I think the acting is incredible. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly a spectacle, but it's a spectacle. I will probably never watch again. So See, like, well, well here, here's the thing. And like, and he, here's why I agree with you partly. Um, there was a lot of stuff to explain that wasn't explained that probably would have made, you know, coming out of the movie, exp- understanding it better. Right. But the thing is like, how do you make a movie with that much? What's, what's the word? Um, world building. No dialogue in a movie. Exposition. Oh, exposition. Yeah. Like it's really hard to make a movie with a lot of exposition and not make it a crappy movie. This is true. I would argue don't make a movie, make a series. That's what they should have done here. Well, yeah. I mean, I like with, with, with if, if they had the same budget and they could stretch this out until like, you know, yes, I would, I would certainly watch that because children of Dune, I, I don't know. I, I hear mixed reviews on that. So, well, it probably did. I, I would imagine it didn't have this caliber of cast and this kind of money, like this kind of effects. And I mean, like, that's the thing in the modern era that we are in, where you've got like these, like these Disney plus shows and, and, you know, with what we've seen with HBO, like the, you, this production value needs to be like, like carry over into series where we can get that serialized storytelling that isn't kind of a contained story. And I think it works really well. Again, I, I point to Watchmen as a fantastic example or Game of Thrones at its finest as a fantastic example. That's where Dune belongs. It does not belong in this movie or in, in a movie format. And I think I would have enjoyed it far more had I had time to get to know some of these people beyond just there's Aquaman, there's Thanos, there's Poe, there's Zendaya, there's Skarsgård. Like, let me connect with these characters. I didn't do it. Other people may have. I didn't. So that's me. I give it, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a solid meh from that standpoint. I give it a solid three. And uh, that's that's our take. But look, we want to hear from you. Head over to uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash TV Talk FM. Uh, you know, in fact, if you go to TV Talk.fm, you'll find all the new links to all the new stuff because, of course, we are now TV Talk. Uh, we've got some wonderful things uh, coming your way. We're uh, super stoked about this new Cowboy Bebop show we're going to be covering. Of course, we got the next season of The Flash that we're looking forward to. And apparently, we're also going to be doing some Watchmen. So if you've got some shows that you want us to cover, if it's a former binge-worthy show, uh, by all means, let us know. Twitter is going to be the best place to do it. Again, at TV Talk. Dot, or I'm sorry, at TV Talk FM on Twitter. Uh, but all that information can be found at TV Talk dot fm also follow bell at ring that bell i'm not on twitter so you want to get to me you got to go through the show that's right <laughs> at me through the show and there we go bell i think that's going to do it for us for this week any All final right. thoughts before we go um read the book hey i think that's good i think that's a good chat that's a good charge a good challenge especially those like me who maybe didn't necessarily connect with the movie but you like the concept uh yeah read, read a book uh, that, there we go. That's what we're about here on the TV talk podcast. Go, go read a book. <laughs> you know, like the comic book movies and stuff we review, they're based on books. They're just books with pictures. That's right. All right. Well, there you go. That's going to do it for us for this week, but don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.
I figured we'd keep the back in a flash thing as kind of an homage. Yeah, that works. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.